Hello, hello, and welcome to the Baby Says Podcast with your host, me, Brianna. I'm coming to you very sad today because I had an entire episode recorded with a friend finally, and I was halfway done editing last night and somehow deleted the entire episode. I am so bummed because it was so funny. It is one of my oldest friends in New York, and how we met our first time hanging out is such a funny story, so she will have to be back on so we can redo the entire podcast. I will say we recorded on Monday, and the Grammys were Sunday, and on my way to meet her, I saw that Louis C.K. had won the Grammy, and... If you don't know the drama behind everything, a few years ago it came to light that he would jack off in front of other young female comedians, and so he kind of has kept a low profile. And this is where it comes to can you separate art from the artist, because there's rumors that he then tried to hold back all of those women's careers from being writers, etc, etc, because he was kind of the top in the game at the time and had a lot of pull and control in the comedy world. He also was one of my favorite comedians. I think that he really got me into watching stand-up at home. I've always loved to go to shows and etc, but watching someone's full stand-up special at home was something that, I don't know, I didn't always do, and I just thought he was the funniest. So as soon as I got to my friend's house, and she is very feminist, and as are most women, (laughs) I asked her what her thoughts on if I can watch the special, or does that make me a bad woman? And she said I could as long as someone else paid for it because with his special, it's through his website and you have to pay directly to him. So when I came back to my friend who I'm at right now, I was telling her and so she was like, I'll get it. So we started watching it and we both got tired, but it seems funny. I'll let you guys know. It's just all confusing because there's so many funny people. Do we let him be replaced or are artists irreplaceable? Let me know your thoughts. My friend who I'm with right now, she's not here in this closet with me, but she is in the other room. She is a busy woman being a real estate agent and so it'd be cool to have her on and as well as having another full-time job but I need to have her on to talk about all things real estate and everything else in between starting a new career during COVID like a lot of people have it's really interesting and how people are navigating a new way of life and how people want the most money they can get now. Why are we settling? 
But her and I went to a comedy show last week and saw loads of funny people. I would say Mary Beth Barone is amazing and hilarious. I guess she's doing an hour soon, which I'll have to see. And then Osama Siddiqui, where I was crying tears. My shoulders start to shake when I'm in that kind of laughter and I'm probably really embarrassing to see and be a part of. I am extremely tired. I don't think I've been sleeping for two months. And last night, I am sleeping on an air mattress in my friend's spare room. And I thought I blew up the air mattress before I went to sleep, like made it as stiff as it could be. And I woke up in the middle of the night sinking in. So then I had the weirdest dreams. I thought there was a hole in it. And when I woke up this morning, I refilled it. And I think I just unfilled it somehow. I don't know. It was, it's quite, (laughs) it's quite a weird experience to wake up sinking down. I felt like I was in quicksand, basically, and my laptop was on there, so it was falling on me. (laughs) And that's where I'm at mentally this morning. I think that I have something called adrenal fatigue, which is something my acupuncturist diagnosed me with. If you Google it, Western medicine doesn't believe in it and Eastern medicine does. But my symptoms are like, if I don't take certain vitamins, my mid to lower back will hurt. My knee always hurts. My ankle hurts. The arches of my feet will hurt. And those are all symptoms of adrenal fatigue, which means can be caused by a lot of things, but it's basically like you need to make sure you're eating throughout the day, drinking enough water. They don't suggest caffeine and basically just being extremely healthy. So I started a month ago. Someone had told me about the Celsius drink. So I was like, oh, I'll drink that instead of coffee. Yesterday I Googled it and it has twice as much caffeine as coffee. So I'm thinking I need to go back to coffee (laughs) Like, why do I not research things before? And then I also decided I think I'm going to stop drinking for, I want to try three months of no drinking and see if that helps me or how I feel, whatever. I just feel like I'm trying to get in such a good mental, like, headspace for everything And alcohol is the thing that really affects me, even though (laughs) what's really funny is I think sometimes I make my worst decision sober, like dead sober, but anyways, I think for my mental health, not drinking would be good. I am not opposed to doing shrooms or 
edibles. I think microdosing on shrooms, I feel my best. I don't do it often, but I did read an article that said, are shroom moms... Okay, like, I read the headline. It said, are shroom moms the new wine moms? And I thought that was great, and I'm about that. Because you're, when you're microdosing, you don't trip or anything. You just feel happy. I think I feel how normal people feel when I'm microdosing. I probably should be on, like, actual medication, but doctors make me nervous. So I self-diagnose myself with everything. <laughs> so I've been wanting to be on kind of a bimbo journey, meaning not thinking about things too deeply, just trying to, I can't think of a better expression than live, laugh, love. I mean, what more bimbo is there than that? And just living life and not being so deep and I as soon as I decided I was gonna do this journey I dyed my hair darker I just got my roots done by someone different when I was visiting my mom I swear she ruined my hair I don't even want to talk about it but it's way darker than it should be and with that came different questions from my hinge that I need to read. And I just want to say in no way am I shaming these guys, but come on. It says, you have a natural elegance, artfulness. What kind of things did you create as a child? And I just responded chaos. And then he went on. Um, I guess that one's not that bad, but this guy was saying, I'm going to ask you four questions and you can only plead the fifth. And then he sent like a list of questions and one of them was, which contemporary popular book do you think is overrated? And I just said, like for me, I only read non fact Nonfiction, like memoir books, are like my favorite thing to read. I love even more normal people's memoirs that just have had interesting lives, is my favorite thing. And then his response is, I hear you, although I do have a hot take. That is, most works from Malcolm Gladwell are terribly overrated feel he's just relentlessly revered by midtown lawyers and polo shirt aficionados populating all of the Williamsburg. Like, why would you say all of the Williamsburg? I'm just... And I... Why can't people just be cool and normal? Hi. Hey. How... Like, even that can be boring, but, you know, I guess at least they're trying, so I don't know why I'm hating, but I guess I'm a bimbo now, and I just want to be told, what's your Venmo? Do you like money? Things like that.
I was talking to my friend who's been married and with the same person for forever about like going on dates in New York and how no matter what I usually always have fun like I typically enjoy everyone I go out with I'm in this state of mind where I initially just want to be friends with everyone and then see where it goes and I've noticed if they're American guys they're so weirded out no one no American guy wants to be anyone's friend you're either hooking up or you don't exist (laughs) I'm delusional but I can be friends with every guy I but because I typically do like everyone that I'm going out with it's usually interesting people that have interesting jobs or we just have things to talk about very rarely have I gone out with someone and thought I never ever want to speak to them again my only thing is how does the date end that's the only thing I hate about dating is the saying goodbye like are we gonna have to kiss Like, I know you don't have to do anything, but it's, are they going to try and kiss me? Are they going to try and get me to go home with them? That's the only thing that I don't like, but everything else I typically enjoy. I think most people in New York are interesting, at least that I go out with, because I try and pick people I think that I would actually want to see again. But I was telling her how my mom lives in the suburbs and I've randomly like been there visiting or what have you and gone out with random people. One time the Starbucks drive through guy asked me out and he's asked me to meet him at Starbucks and then we would go uh somewhere else and I show up I get in his car and he's wasted so obviously I'm not gonna go anywhere with him and he had no plans on going anywhere we he just sat and talked and then I got out and I went home and he never texted me or apologized or anything and then I went through the drive-thru another time and he was there and he just said sorry I really fucked up and it's like whatever that's just weird like people in the suburbs are so weird and then another guy asked me to meet him at a little I don't know what it like outside mall where there's restaurants and stuff like that I go and meet him. I don't even think he asked if I wanted a coffee. We're just walking around. And I don't drive. So he's like, oh, I can drive you home. He starts going. He's like, let's just drive around. And as we're sitting in the car, he said, like, just so you know, there's an axe in my back seat. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Is that supposed to make me comfortable or uncomfortable? I don't know why the fuck you would tell someone that.
maybe I don't know and then I'm pretty sure I just had my phone ready to call 911 because where my mom lives I don't know streets I don't know anything so he could be going the wrong way I have no idea but he was just driving around with an axe in his back seat and me up front like an idiot and then that's when I decided I will never go out on a date in a suburb ever again. So there's this new thing, or it's not new, but that I keep seeing over and over again and it's masturbation manifestation using combining the two to get what you want and people have been saying they've been manifesting all of these different things by use, utilizing this. So I was like, let me research this and see what it's about. And this one article is saying basically the law of attraction formula is desire, intention, strong emotion equals manifestation. So the strong emotion would be you climaxing using your sacral chakra energy to manifest. The transforming sexual energies into strong emotional force for your manifestation is called sexual transmutation. Transmutation. At the point of climax, you are one with your higher consciousness, which is why no one can really describe the feeling. Sex and climax has been used for centuries as a method by which one can experience enlightenment. Therefore, during an orgasm, you can channel the released accumulated energy towards your goals for manifestation. The article then says to set your goal, you can write it down, visualize it, or both, and then to hold off on climaxing for as long as you can, whether it's a week, a month, however long. You wanna wait the longest you can and then choose a day with intention, a specific day, like they're suggesting a full moon, other things. If you're manifesting wealth abundance, then the full moon is absolutely the perfect divine feminine energy. So basically, you can use whatever to get you to the point of orgasm but it's saying as soon as you get there you want to start visualizing your goal and channeling the feeling of the orgasm upwards and you can be doing this with a partner or alone but one article I was reading was suggesting you do it alone so it's fully all your own energy and then step four, trust the universe. <laughs> that article is by how to manifest anything you want using sexual energy on medium.com. But yeah, I thought that's kind of interesting. I guess it makes sense. I had never heard of it until recently and then I keep seeing it. So I came across this TikTok and it was talking about how our body stores trauma. Like if you guys read that book, The Body Keeps Score, 
and that book really helped me with a lot of things and she seems to be talking about the same thing the left side of our body represents our masculine energy and the right side is our feminine energy and I've just noticed any little scar I've ever had and all of my aches and pains are on my wait so if you guys have ever read the body keeps score it's really interesting it helped me understand a lot of things and how our body can store trauma and i had gone to a reiki person once and asked this question because she was telling me our right side of our body is our masculine energy and our left side is our feminine energy on my right side is where I've had any random scar ever, where I have my knee and my ankle, all my pains are on my right side of my body, and I came across this TikTok. This is part two. So I already went through the front of the body, the back of the body, the right side body, the left side of the body, and the spine. Let's talk about our knees. Our knees represent our confidence and our abilities, and how we are walking forward with those abilities. Do you have good knees? You're walking forward with these. You got a little wonkiness in your knees? Where are you lacking confidence in your abilities? Then check in. Is it the right knee, which represents this physical reality, so a confidence in the abilities of what you're doing physically in your reality, like in your job maybe? Or is it the left knee that's on the left side of the body, which represents our spiritual connection? So is it something more internal with your own self-abilities? Ponder this over and then come back for the next video. I just thought that was really interesting. Her name is Caroline Rose Intuitive on TikTok. And she is a somatic therapist, I believe. And so I'm looking into possibly working with one just to see if it helps. I mean, my knee could literally just be... <laughs> fucked up from injury or maybe it's trauma I left her a comment saying about how all my things are on my right side and she's like she basically said it could be from trauma or it could be from an injury and then she asked how's your relationship with your dad and I just didn't respond <laughs> I don't feel like going there right now but that's something maybe I'll do in somatic therapy, which I believe that EDMR, whatever that's called, which I've been dying to do, is part of that kind of therapy where you talk it out and then they also do like physical things like the tapping and that kind of thing. But yeah, I just thought that account was interesting and it was funny that it came on like came across my feed specifically about the knee <laughs> and I do think what she says in there is correct at least for me but as far as my job hunt is going I had almost every single day last week a meeting with someone whether it was a recruiter speaking with someone I had already spoken with a recruiter on Friday 
presented me two jobs to ask if I would want to be considered for either of them and they both seemed really cool and so she said that we spoke today that it's a long process of about a week because it has to go through so many people before I'll get an interview if I get one so that's where I'm at with that but it's always good to have people reaching out you know but it is exhausting and it is like dating where it's just constant I feel like I'm entering this weird phase of I don't know where I want to live I almost feel like I want a home base in New York and then try and freelance throughout but then part of me is craving some kind of more stability so I don't know I'm in this weird position of like figuring out what I actually want and I'm hoping it'll be presented to me and then I'm just like yes that's exactly what I want and need but yeah I'm just confused (laughs) And as far as any new beauty tips from me, I have been using the Thrive Cosmetics Mascara for the past year at least, and it is the only mascara that won't drip down my face. I lost it when I was traveling, and I bought, I think, two-faced waterproof leaks all over my face. I'm so annoyed because then it just makes me not want to wear any makeup because basically wearing mascara is my favorite part and if I can't wear that then I'll wear lip liner and that's it. (laughs) But no, I actually love makeup but if your mascara is running then you look like fucking shit or you look like you've been crying. So I'm so pissed, and I hate that Thrive Cosmetics only sells online. Because if you're traveling and you're a mover and shaker like me, it's not always easy to order things online. I need to be able to purchase in-store too, you know? And then I haven't really watched any new shows or anything. My sister made me watch 1883, literally sat next to me made sure I wasn't on my phone, and screamed at me if I looked down at my phone. And I um, finished the whole series. I feel like I kind of related to the main girl character. But yeah I finished it it's really violent and it's really sad so if you don't like either of those things don't watch it it's just intense um but yeah that is the only thing I feel like I've finished and then another random hot take I just want to throw out there is my sister has two kids a girl first a boy second and then she's pregnant with a third and she doesn't like to find out if it's a boy or a girl so but I just realized everyone always says the youngest is the most babied but I disagree 
I'm now realizing my oldest niece is the most babied. She is amazing and one of my favorite people. But she is definitely more babied than the baby. She had more time with the parents and grandparents alone where she was the only child. So she's used to that energy of having all of the attention only on her. And then the baby comes in, the youngest comes in, and they don't have all of the attention on them. It's shared. So I don't understand why we act like the youngest is the most babied when it's not true. And people can fight me on this, but this is just what I'm realizing with my own two eyes. That I think the baby has to grow up faster because they have to already split the attention and they're being bossed around by the other little older human and being pushed around and bullied. And then they also don't have all of the attention on them. So I don't understand that misconception of the baby is the most babied. I think the oldest is the most babied. And I'll go to my grave with that opinion. I don't know why I said that. I don't even really know why I go to the grave with that me. <laughs> this is what happens when you're talking alone in a closet. It's why I need someone else with me. But I'm going to end that here and have it be a mini episode. And maybe I can get someone to do a, another one with me and make up for it this week. But I will see you for sure next Wednesday. Have a sexual awakening, I hope. Maybe masturbate and manifest everything you want. And I hope I manifest everything I want. I don't know if I'll be doing it with masturbation anytime soon. Maybe I'll hold off. I'll hold it off for a whole month and then I'll let you guys know if it worked. But, um, thank you for tuning in to the Baby Says podcast, and I hope we're living and learning and enjoying all together, because we are the babies. (laughs) Have a great week.